right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction. And the other one, it has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline is only one dimension for you to meet your friends. bad as it can I'm gonna yeah, play, no. let's get us in the spirit of i'm gonna play some music okay oh yeah hmm. how you feeling car yeah feeling good. <laughs> how you feeling? Uh, oh i'm feeling you know, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Extended We're, vacation. Extended vacation is over. Uh, there may be some things that uh, are lingering that I might have to take care of, but uh, you know, I'm feeling very good. Overall. Are you? Yeah. So, like, what? Because we still have a there's a crowd, as you see, Aaron yeah, still yeah, hasn't yeah. made it into the building. So, <clears throat> still an ongoing investigation, but I can give some additional details. And really, uh, this you were is, under arrest. Well, for all the listeners who haven't chimed in for a week or two. You had been placed under arrest? Briefly. Okay. Briefly. Uh, I think it was unwarranted. and you know, that's In a foreign country? In Mexico. Foreign, yes, in Mexico. I believe that the arrest was unwarranted. I believe that some of the uh, ways I was treated were unwarranted. However, um, I have agreed with the Mexican president uh, to make a statement. Now, I, uh, yeah, I, I will be making this statement. Uh, you know, when when my when the Carcadian ambassador was was negotiating with the Mexican president directly, um, they came to the agreement that I could I could drop some of the charges that were that were being charged against me uh, if I were to make a statement, and I will be first making that statement over the line, and then uh, they will we will be releasing it uh, 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 into the public forum. This was all part of the agreement. Okay, you have to issue a formal apology. A statement. It sounds like an apology. It's an apology. Okay. In statement format. In a statement, yeah, as a statement, in the form mm -hmm. of a statement. Um, well, I'm glad that you're back. Thanks, man. Yeah, good to be I'm back. Good back. to be back uh, in, in this, you know, country or my country within a country, within another country. Uh... Yeah, how are you? I'm great. Um, I um, I bought some mace from the store the mace? other day. Mace, yeah, the stuff you spray in people's eyes. Uh huh. Um, because I wanted to see if it would work on an alligator, and so I'm gonna work on that. I'll let you know how the progress on that goes. Okay. What is um, what does the progress look like? I mean, what are you anticipating? Mace this? has been purchased. Okay, so really, there's just one more step. Uh, two, find one, spray it. Okay. Find one and spray it. Um, we're expecting positive results. What, uh, what would be positive? I don't know if I can speak about it on air car. Okay. Maybe this is something that we can tie in with my statement to the Mexican people. On I may have to make an apology. Okay. We can just do that. We can knock both but of those But that's up. what I've been up to is playing with dangerous chemicals. Um, I haven't really, there's not much else been going on, 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 on my end. And, uh, I don't, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the news, but there's nothing really going on there either. So no, yeah, <laughs> we're on our own. I, you know, it's, it's not enough for me. You know, I, I was, I, so I did my, my, um, daily scrolling of uh, New York post. Mm -hmm. I'll hit that up once a day, just scroll down. And it was all sports news and like golf. And somehow, somehow, right. Like somehow, all sports news is the only thing like, going on is sports. It's a white boy even summer. The, even the sports aren't even really going on right now, except for that live stuff, I guess. Yeah, it's it appears to be a lot of golf. Yeah, stuff going on, and uh, maybe some baseball stuff. So I, you know, I I'm tapped out, car. But I did. I got something for you that I okay. want you to think about. What do we got? Um, one sport. 
that's been really kicking, really doing well, is uh, professional eating. Yes. You're familiar with this, obviously. I am. Yes. You, uh, you sound really familiar with it. I'm very intimately familiar with it, yes. Oh, yeah? Have you ever participated? Never participated, man. I just don't get that hungry. I don't think I'm hungry enough. But you like it, but you respect it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Joey Chestnut, American the guy, the champion, really, yeah, I mean, you know, an American hero. Yeah, there's nothing more you can say. He ate 63 hot dogs. And buns. And, which yeah, which would be 126 buns. In a 4th of July eating contest. Uh, it was on the 4th of July. He, he, here's a comment. I probably smell like meat, he said. Mm-hmm. It's just most certainly true. Uh, he explained that he doesn't really feel great, um, mainly because of his tendon injury and having nothing to do with the, his uh, hot dogs. So, king of the week. How's that for a start? Well, that's not the only thing that makes him king of the week. Well, I was getting to that. Okay. He also... <laughs> I don't know what it was. I'll take a look. Why don't you explain? You remember what the sign said? No, I actually don't. I don't remember what the sign said, but I remember what it, or I think I looked up what it was behind. Oh, did you? Did you? Uh, All right. So so. anyway, there was a, explain it. I'll get the details. So I guess, uh, I guess um, uh, this is a protest that erupts here and there across the country. I never heard of them, Um, but I think they protest the inhumane treatment of pigs. Um, and they're generally associated with either vegetarian or vegan groups um, and are, you know, somewhat I don't know, maybe militant isn't the right word, but willing to kind of stick their nose in there and start stirring things up. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I understand about. Them. OK, I don't it's a some group that was protesting Nathan's pork supplier. Yeah. Smithfield Foods. And so the guy, this guy runs up. I believe he was wearing a Darth Vader mask. Was that right? Um, yeah. Pretty sure. Darth Vader mask. Um, runs up and he like shoves Joey Chestnut out of the way. And Joey Chestnut grabs him by the neck. <laughs> and yeah. almost breaks his neck. Yeah. From what it looks like. Very yeah. quickly. The guy has spunk. Now... The, the the best part about this is that Nate, at this point Joey Chestnut is deep into this contest, um, and I mean he's he's put down quite a few dogs. He turns is it around. Mid, is it mid eating? Yeah, it's mid eating. It's mid eating. Oh my gosh! He's, wow. So he has just finished no jamming a, a a fresh Nathan's hot dog and bun in his mouth. Sees the protester immediately goes for the headlock which was pretty cool i like that move just go just don't fool around no 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 reason to get into a collar tie situation just <laughs> you you liked the reaction i did i did turns around goes tells you a lot the, about the guy te- oh it do- doesn't it just a competitor an absolute competitor an animal he goes straight for the headlock takes the guy down then if you look at the end returns <laughs> to eating <laughs> he does he goes for another and wins he goes for another are they so have you watched any of it are they putting condiments on the dogs no 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 so they are uh by choice uh by by, well that i don't know i I guess that would take up more space in your stomach i would have some mustard you think if you could just run them over with you know you build do they have to build them uh, no, I th- no, no, I don't think they're constructing them. They're, they're a pre-made, pre-made dog. The dog is made by Nathan's yeah. and placed in front of them. In they a could smear a, a little bit of mustard. Do you think you're concerned about taste at that point, you know, at this speed? I, it would, I think I could eat more if they tasted better. You think? How many do you think you could eat is the real question. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't think I'm getting more. Four. If I come in, yeah. I, if I'm coming in at my hungriest, you know, perhaps four. I think. He, he is so much better than us. Oh, my God. It's not, it's not even close. He's it's crazy. better than us at eating hot dogs probably than LeBron James at me playing basketball. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, he's Joey Chestnut is probably better. He's got 15 titles. How many does LeBron have? It's a yeah. great point. That's conversation. I think I, I think I could it. win a chip in the NBA before I could eat sixty-four hot dogs. I think that's probably accurate. You could at least come <laughs> off the bench, you know. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, right. 
<laughs> can you imagine if you get if you come into this hot dog eating contest and like as the camera's scrolling around and the numbers are coming up like everybody's you know like 45 50 joey chestnut of course chad 63 you've got two and a half and the the other half is si- sitting, sitting on the plate with mustard and relish and then there's some potato salad yeah. on the side i'm working a i'm working a plastic uh, fork across yeah. the top of the, bur- of, the yeah. of the hot dog i just tried to you know just smear it on a little bit of mustard really building them not paying attention at all to my score. not even not even aware that you're in a contest not even aware that you're in a contest and i get shoved over and i cry (laughs) just (laughs) the the, guys running through at the sign and i do cry when i hit the ground the contrast between you and joey chestnut it couldn't oh yeah start it couldn't be (laughs) and he has a tendon injury so i guess he works out you you have to you gotta work out right you can't be going out there training for this event Without I've always wanted cold. to know what kind of a shit a guy takes after that oh, many hot dude. dogs. I think you throw I, it up, right? <laughs> you know, it was just Fourth of July, and I had uh, two hot dogs. Uh-huh. I had two hot dogs. Man, bull in a china shop just disrupted everything. <laughs> you would you, they the hazmat had to come in. Yeah, <laughs> and they had to clear the room out. Yeah. It was bad. It was really atrocious stuff. There's your mace right there. Right there. Yeah. So, and I didn't even get to the, the other part is I tested the mace out um, okay. on you? in the toilet, in the, in the toilet. You sprayed I it sp- into the toilet? Sprayed it into the toilet and my face was too close to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so I caught a, I caught a mustard whiff. Glancing I blow. Caught a whiff. Yeah, I did. I caught a, a glancing blow. I didn't, it wasn't the full effect, but it was one of the, I have started sneezing. Yeah. I was sneezing a bunch. Have you ever been maced? No. Not pleasant, I would imagine. Would I wouldn't put it on my hot dog. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what, what else I got here. There it's really, really upsetting how little in of any interest is happening oh, man. in the world. It's just continuations of the same boring or really just like tedious bullshit. Check this out though. Roe v. Wade. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the story. <laughs> Woke employee who refused to work while, quote, mourning Roe v. Wade fired. <laughs> Jesus. A woke universal music group worker claims he was fired for speaking up about abortion rights after he admitted he refused to work because he was in mourning over the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Michael Lopez, a production coordinator at Universal Music Studios, blasted the company as anti-gay for terminating a, quote, queer brown person during Pride Month for speaking up in defense of abortion rights, according to a lengthy post on LinkedIn that went viral last week. He's got all of the. He's got it all down. I mean, he's got all it all down. Yeah. You you can't you can't fire me during this month, <laughs> sir. It's Childeberg this month. You can't, <laughs> can't fire me. I have paid vacation to it's take. It's my month. It's my month. You can't use even one of these excuses. Uh, I know. How do you feel about that? Oh, it's, you know, just, it's a sign of the times, I guess. I don't know. I, you know, I I, I hesitate to make too much out of any of these things. They all, they all feel real clickbaity, but, uh, you know, maybe this one actually happened. It sounds like it might. This is a king of the week move though. You think? Oh yeah. Just generating insanity to get out of work. He, they, he was mad that they fired him during pride month. It's all ready for him. Mm. It's all right there. There's not one month where we could where we could believe <laughs> that we shouldn't be allowed to be fired. There's not one. I like the hustle. You don't do you not respect the hustle? I, I do. I respect that. Yeah, for sure. Michael Lopez's hustle. I feel like people they they're upset. They're upset about the discourse. But I mean, this is ta- really taking advantage of. Yeah, the there is. There is that, 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 you know, that is push it till it breaks uh, mentality that I, that I do so love. And it's like, yeah, this is kind of 
a good thing, right? This is kind it's of the good. Dog ate my homework. Yeah, yeah. This is good, actually. It is going to because it had. We have to reach peak insanity for before the, the yeah, insanity breaks. Yeah, we have and to. The fever has to break. We have to. That's what I'm. This is good. I mean, and the post is very long, and it's all <laughs> about how he shouldn't have been fired during the month, and that they marginalized him. Universal Music, by the way, may be the gayest organization ever. Universal Music. Yeah, I can't, Disney is the only one I can think of that is just more gay. What is Universal this is, Music? It, it's all of it's all of pop music. Okay. Practically speaking. Gotcha. All of pop music. This this is not push it till it breaks, maybe, but I just respect the hustle. I'm gonna go with Prince of the Week Prince from of Michael the week? Lopez. Prince Are of the you? Week. Get your bag. Um, did you, did you see any of this? Uh, I remembered one thing that I really did want to talk about. I read about half of it. I didn't know if you've, uh, glossed over it at all. Have you read any of the, this, this, uh, West Virginia versus EPA business? Nope. Uh, I did not. Um, let's go through it. Okay. I haven't completed my reading of it, but I don't know that it really matters because I don't understand most of it anyway. So, you know, it is <laughs> what it is. Let's tackle it, my friend. Yeah, let's, let's I have all it. the power okay, ready? in the world to let's dive in. This. <laughs> let's dive into this. All well, right. I can I can pick up, you know, kind of the gist of what is going on. And then, I, and then I was also reading about other people's takes on it. Are you aware of, like, any of the background of this? Uh, I mean, not in particular. It obviously has something to do with forcing power companies to uh, uh, make decisions. Uh, that's all that I know. Okay. Um, well, you might already know more than me, but I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take a stab at this. Let's go. So uh, be as it, confident as you can, Carr. I can yeah. edit out any any inconfidence at yeah, all. But you but you won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So it looks like oh God, and I, I I don't know how most of this stuff works because I just don't care. But I'm I'm going to I'm going to try to summarize basically this what is I the was show they come to listen to. Though. Yeah, this is this is where people go and go for for lawyers talking about uh, really important Supreme Court decisions. So I guess um, I guess back in 2000, I think it was Obama era. I think this would have been what, 15, 16, the EPA passed or enacted or whatever the Clean Air Act. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> the video came up. I'm watching a video on it. Oh, you were He's trying gone. to get educated real quick while oh, I'm yeah. talking about it so I'm, that you I'm can tell Fox. me where I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm on Fox Business right now, scrolling. <laughs> you got to learn. Oh, my God. So you're going you know, to listen. In, <laughs> I'm going to come in in five minutes and go, actually. Actually, no, none of that's right. <laughs> actually, what Tucker says is. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's true. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Are you are you still watching the video on mute or on the different? Are you gonna listen to me? No, I, that video came up automatically. Okay, are the you video reading the article or are you listening to what I I'm am. Saying? There's an, no, I'm reading the article. I'm, okay. <laughs> you're buying time, buddy, okay. until I get the chance to swoop in and and correct you. Okay, so I guess back in the Obama era, there was a there was a something that the EPA passed or maybe Congress. I guess the EPA must have tried to enact unilaterally called the clean air act and in what the gist of that was was they were mandating what amounted to a move an entire move away from coal power um over the course of time i think into the 2030s or something like that um and then uh, immediately a bunch of states and i guess companies and, and power companies and or whatever uh sued I guess the EPA or the government or whatever um, over this uh, saying it was essentially overreach over the course of a few years, the EPA pulled, pulled back on the clean air act. I think they just got rid of it and said, yeah, we didn't really do that. And I think why they did that was because these lawsuits were ending up in the courts and they knew it was unconstitutional and I'm not a constitution respecter, but just, you know, whatever play along. I guess, you know, the system is what it is. (gasps) <clears throat> shocked yeah um so knowing that what they had done actually was unconstitutional and they could uh incur a judgment by the supreme courts on it which would then which could then set precedent to restrict 
their future endeavors. So they got a little bit nervous. So they pulled it back. Well, I guess the court now recently have said, well, no, this was a case. You can't just pull it, pull it back. Now we're going to judge on it. And they went ahead with the decision and the crux of it was, or the, the my takeaway from reading 34 out of the 89 pages of this thing was that they, the, the Supreme court was issuing an opinion on the idea that the EPA um, could act outside of the original intent of Congress when they when they uh, created the EPA. So, in other words, like, <clears throat> like if they and this is this is not reality. I'm just way oversimplifying. If the Congress in 1970 or 71 or whenever enacted the EPA in order to um, test soil for contamination you know, I, I, at public sites or something like that. And then 30 years later, the EPA is mandating uh, vehicle emissions because theoretically those could affect, you know, through acid rain or whatever dumb shit like soil conditions. You would say, well, you were originally mandated to just test soil. And now you're you've grossly gone beyond what the original intent during your formation was. Um, and so that's unconstitutional and they don't want, and my understanding is they don't want a ruling on that because then all of the three letter organizations that have been created, uh, would then be on, would have precedent to say that, okay, you can only act with the intent that the original Congress that enacted you meant, which would drastically reduce the scope, the size and scope of these three letter organizations, at least with a, in terms of what would be constitutionally allowable. You are, you are way more optimistic about this than I had thought. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying what happened. I, or, I mean, if it lays that path, I, I, I think they'll yeah. just ignore it. But I mean, that, I think that's, this is, I'm just saying, this is kind of like what, uh-huh. what I think the progressives were really worried about the, obviously them ruling on the, the, um, uh, like immediate powers of the EPA with regards to air emission or, you know, emissions and stuff like that was kind of a big blow to the progressive agenda, but they really, really don't want a ruling on this, which the, the Supreme court just issued. Um, so I don't know. Tell me why you're not as optimistic, uh, as I may have seemed. Well, I, I, I have no opinions one way or the other, cause I just learned about this based on you explaining it to me. Um, but I, I'm probably not super optimistic about most of the things the Supreme Court is going to do now. Um, I think there's probably just going to be balling out opposition um, to, to the Supreme Court's rulings, but that's not specific to this. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, we talked about that, though. Like, it's probably doing a good bit to delegitimize the federal structure. Um, but I don't know. I really don't know. Anyway, on that, I, I suppose it will make a difference, but, you know, we'll see. Um, oil companies don't usually follow rules anyway. So I, I'm kind of wondering what kind of a difference this will make. What I, what I do think is um, there's a gas crisis for one reason or another. Um, some people say it has to do with the pipeline. Some people say it has to do with the hot dogs yesterday. Some... <laughs> 64 will really back things up. That's one of my main problems with it. I, so I, I think Trump uh, who appointed uh, what is it? Three? Did he get two or three? I think he got three. He, he he appointed three justices, and now at this point he's got basically five to six who will go along with anything Trump likes, and so Trump has really set himself up to come back in, and that's that's the most I get out of the Supreme Court is that it is becoming a really effective tool for getting Donald Trump to be elected again. And now all of his energy plans can get laid out again because they just shot down the EPA, which was a main weapon against it. Um, so I, I, it's it, Trump 2024 is all that I really get out of the, the Supreme Court these days, which is good, I suppose, or bad. I, I don't know. I really I, I, I'm, again, not a uh, optimist. Like, I don't look to the Supreme Court for any optimism or anything like that. I just I, the way that this is being covered makes me really wonder if this is going to be a much bigger roadblock to to the establishment or whatever name you want to give them than they seem to be letting on. And and the reason that I say that <clears throat> is because there is a lot that is being unsaid. 
and I, the let, let's just pretend that you're kind of a normie and you believe in the justice system and you believe in the Supreme Court and you believe in all this stuff. The way that the, their opinion is written, the way that I read it anyway, uh, what portions I did read, and then the stuff that I read online of like cover, you know, pulling excerpts and reviewing it, really might kneecap the EPA, and then by extension, the the other three letter organizations in uh, in word anyway, maybe not in action, maybe not, but in word, um, and I think that they're gonna have a. I think that the way that the progressive kind of outlets and you know, whatever cathedral or whatever are, are really, really silent about this is really interesting. Yeah. Like, I, it, um... like they're complaining about the fact that they can't regulate the emissions or whatever. It's dumb immediate effect. This was, yeah. but I don't really see anybody covering the broader implications of this opinion. And that makes me really wonder about, Oh, is this like going to be a bigger problem for them than they than than they want people to think? Yeah, you are looking at it from the institutional um, point of view, uh, which I I suppose I understand, but it's definitely going to be used politically. Like, yes, if you're absolutely, trying to play out what what this means for the next five years. Well, it's going to be saying- a ama- we have a current president who basically was like, I will not open another oil refinery, I will not yeah. open another coal mine, and now. Well- Trump and, and, will. Yeah. And, but, but not only think, think about this, like you said, it is going to be used politically. And that's what I think I'm most excited about. Um, think about all of the three letter organizations that were against Trump and his administration. I mean, that, yes. that goes as deep as the FBI. And, yeah. you know, with this opinion, can Trump, do, you know, I don't know. I like, I don't know exactly how these pieces come together, but, you kind of have a golden ticket here if this reads the way that I think it does. And if you wanted to use it in that way, um, I don't know. It, it's pretty interesting. And I'm not saying things are going to get better as a result of this. I'm just saying it'll be fun to watch again, continued disillusionment with this power structure, because if that is the route that, that Trump or whomever wants to take, you're really going to see some fractures. And they're going to have to circumvent it. Yeah, most certainly. I'm now re- recalling that. Um, so they do. I guess the Supreme Court does this where they release a lot of opinions um, at yeah. one time, which I don't really know why they do that. I, <laughs> I didn't know it before this. You know, yeah. Why no is it assembled that way? I really don't know. But there's um, again. I just want to finalize this and see if, I, if if anybody else agrees with me or can see it the way that I'm seeing it. Uh, besides, uh, what is it called? Something EPA, West Virginia EPA. Yeah, I think so. West Virginia yeah. v EPA. Yep. There's also, um, I think it's Castro Huerta's another case that just came out. Um, <clears throat> and what it basically does is there was a ruling called McGirt. I just learned about this like a week ago. Um, there's a ruling called McGirt, which, uh, it reaffirms uh, tribal sovereignty, so federal land uh, controlled by uh, Indian tribes. It reaffirmed tribal sovereignty, meaning when you exit the state and you enter the reservation, you're on you are on a grounds politically that is equal to a state. So anything that goes on in the reservation, there's a tribal government which handles that, and and police. Uh, so, for instance, if a crime is committed. In, with McGirt in the jurisdiction, uh, it, it allows the tribal government's police to arrest you instead of the state government's police. Oh, wow. So th- this was a big, uh, a big uh, reaffirming of tribal sovereignty. Well, there was just uh, a, a ruling that came out with this release of several rulings, Castro Huerta, which rolls that back. Now, if someone commits a crime, if, if me as a Floridian commits a crime on a reservation, it is the state government that can uh, has can supersede the tribal government in prosecuting my case, and so this is. Is that it, because uh, it, you're not part of the tribe? I I don't know the I never got far enough into the ruling. Oh, okay. I only saw and what's weird is it was all the liberal justices who were against Castro Huerta, which rolled back the privileges, except Gorsuch, 
and Gorsuch actually led the opposition uh, in in favor of the tribal governments o- over the states, which was, is very odd to me because he's a constitutional guy. Anyway, the point being, there's now a set of rulings which basically allow the states to supersede the federal government and federal government land and federal government agencies for the purposes of producing oil pipelines, oil refineries, because now you have where a state can prosecute over a tribal government more power given to the state's sovereignty over the tribal sovereignty. And you have the EPA being rebuffed in all of these privileges that they had, which they now do not. There's a full, um, I don't know if it's just the way that the court is, but there's a full movement towards uh, the production of domestic oil. I mean, even legally in the Supreme Court now. And that is why I really, when I say Trump 2024, this is one of the things I really believe he's going to be able to campaign on because he's got the legal grounds now to do it, to open up more oil refineries, but more, it's all setting him up to be able to do this. And I don't say this as a Trump fan, though. Everybody knows I am a Trump fan. This is just (laughs) what I'm reading the tea leaves here of all the laws there now, either breaking down or stacking up are leading to Biden has no response and none of the Democrats do to what are you going to do about the domestic production of oil before the Democrats could just rely on the laws that were already passed and they could say, no, we're going to move to cleaner energy. Now that Trump has to be able to come in and he can go, it's even easier than it ever was to be able to open these things. The Biden administration has already promised they'll never open an oil refinery and they're serious. They'd rather blow up the whole country than open an oil refinery. And Trump can just easily come in and say, okay, now it's my turn. I will open up all of them. We'll get domestic production of oil back down. And I will promise $2 and 50 cents a gallon, uh, which you'll be able to demonstrate and accomplish. I mean, he's got, the legality behind him now to come back in. That's my, that's what I see with all of the Supreme court things now stacking up around what Trump wants to do is it's just a legal bolster to his getting into office. I I usually read things politically and and not institutionally. So, so that's how I saw it initially. Does that make sense? Does does the picture there at least make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I had not thought about it that way. That's, that's super interesting. I, I hope that's what Trump does if Trump wants to win, um, but he's probably going to win anyway. But this is like a big thing. And I, and I think it actually will uh, be what is necessary to um, through really unscrupulous means, of course, but will be able to lower the price of uh, gas per gallon, um, which is a I mean, I think that this is now the number two issue um, as their polling goes. Number one is still inflation. Number two is now the price of gas, which is. <laughs> I think prices are going down relatively right now, but this is the last poll that I saw. So it, it's all it's going to be about the new petrodollar or whatever the hell you want to call it. it this is the new yeah. battlegrounds is people being able to drive to work. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, so but that's that's how I see it, car. Dude, I think I, I think that's that's a really insightful reading of it. Um, and that's why I, I applied to the Trump campaign. And so I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> As a guy who watches Fox News every day. Yeah, yeah. You slip right in. You just fit right in. Like, <laughs> um, no, that is that is interesting, and, and it'll be interesting to see how that plays, especially with respect to, yeah, A, the money, the global, like, macro money, and then B, macro geopolitical stuff. If we are, if we get back to, I mean, we can produce all the oil that we need here. If we get back to that, I know it's not as easy as flipping a switch, and it doesn't happen in a month, but <clears throat> if we if we get back to... Uh, really taking strides to keep, um, you know, energy uh, energy production at home, able to to keep up with demand, or even just make progress towards it. Uh, <clears throat> lowering the price f- for us, especially relative to a lot of European countries, I'll be really interested to see how. God, that... they play, pay a lot of money for gas. I'm sorry to all of our actual oh European God, listeners. Yeah, oh crazy. my God, they pay a lot. Yeah, I, I just and I just want to say I am not. Uh, saying that any of the Supreme Court decisions are good. I am simply saying because they've happened, this is what I think happens next. Yeah. Just want to say that because I don't agree with uh, rolling back McGirt, for instance. I do think tribes have the same amounts of sovereignty that a state does. So you can't just waltz into them uh, and dismantle the federal parts for the state. So 
I, I do have, I am of that opinion. I think a lot of libertarians, a lot of anarchists share that opinion. So I'm not saying this is all good. I'm just saying this is going to sell to the American people because the other guy isn't even real. I mean, yeah. at the, it's not a, he's made of plastic. Yeah, he's not a real person. And, and now, I mean, I don't know. Actually, let's go check some uh, uh, approval ratings. Yeah, I mean, you want to take? Not? You want to Sure. You think they're better or worse than they were? Do you oh, think they're, I think they're worse, worse, worse ever? every day? I, I got to imagine that we are. It, it's at its worst ever right yeah. now. I, I Fifty-six percent disapproval. Wow, that's crazy for a Democratic president in the modern era. I would like to see someone else. Oh, yeah. Well, we got it. Oh, look at this. I could get it at the exact same time. At the exact same time, let's do some comparisons. How Biden compares with past presidents. At the exact same time of the presidency, that would be day uh, 532 is where we are uh, in the presidency. I'll do approval ratings. Do you want to hear approvals or disapprovals? Um, Which do you think is the stronger indicator? Uh, the disapproval, certainly, because uh, the past few presidents were very hated. Um, so at this same time, day 532, Biden's disapproval, 56.2. Trump's, 52.9. Wow. Obama's, 46.8. And Bush's, 20.4. That was, like, you know, right at the peak of... Right yeah, after 9-11 right, right, is why Bush yeah. is so high yeah. right there. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, basically, all I mean, out of all the past presidents, actually, I'm looking at this now, Biden has the most disapproval of any president since they started recording this in the Truman administration. Oh, my goodness. There was at some this bad pre- time. Can you imagine, like, having a greater disapproval than, like, I don't know, I guess... I, that would have been 78 Carter. I'm thinking like during peak inflation, stagflation, but I guess that probably hadn't hit by this. I'm looking at Carter right now and Carter Carter's disapproval rating is higher during the stagflation era. Yeah. But that had 58.1. It's about 2% more. Wow. Wow. So Biden's already getting up that way. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And so only, only out of all the presidents who I just named only Jimmy Carter and George Bush have had higher disapproval ratings during their presidencies at any time. Hmm. Yeah, and Bush, I, Bush is right. Uh, it's I'm talking about H.W. Bush, not really. Oh, Bush it was that after yes. no new taxes, and then he correct. Right, okay. It was yeah, so it, sense, in ninety yeah. two. Bush peaks at fifty nine point four <laughs> disapproval, and Jimmy Carter peaks. At fifty eight point six, and how many That's, terms? How many terms did both of those presidents serve? One term, yep. yeah, one term. Um, you could. So anyway, great point. By the way, the trend definitely shows that. Um, so we, I, I that was enlightening. I didn't actually know it was as bad as it's been. Yeah, I, now at the point where it is as bad as it has ever been, it could only get slightly worse, which was late Bush. Yeah, that's that's wild. And and I mean, no, like probably very few people listening to this were were cognizant for either of those other prior transgressions. I mean, I was alive, but. You know, I don't remember 92. Pretty bad. Yeah, but Crazy. funny. That was very yeah. enlightening. I mean, you know, if 538 polling is to be trusted, which it's, it's a reputable poll. I don't know. I've, well, I mean, I've got polling. I've got Newsweek open. They say 58. Well, that'll so, work. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it looks like, you know, that there's some data points here in as far as any of this polling is really. I mean, I, you know, I don't I wouldn't focus it on feels this way. It man. feels it, feels right. It does <laughs> not feel like there's a, are going off. Yeah, it does not feel like there's anybody out there like really supporting the guy anymore. I mean, he really it's. Yes. He's at the, people at, have gotten very quiet at best. He is ignored. I mean, that, that's basically right. how every media outlet is treating this at this point is like, uh, but we don't really talk about Biden. You sure. Know? Sure. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, it's it's going to be very interesting. But, yeah, there's there's so much stacking up for a Republican slam tober to remember. So, well, yeah, I bet the midterms. So uh, 
Well, anyway, but first, because I don't, I don't really do the politics. I don't follow politics all that much. Uh, what, what do you see? Like a couple big things coming down the pike uh, for the midterms. I mean, like big characters that might get in, or big changeups, or big. Like, what are we looking at? Uh, well, the, okay, I don't know specific names. I'm, I have to do more research on the specific names. But what I do know is there's uh, was another, perhaps it was a poll or an estimate. I heard this. Uh, the House. During this competition coming up, because that's what it certainly feels like, um, the in the House, Republic, Republicans are expected to retain and gain 40 seats. Wow. Yeah, which is giant. Uh, and again, that doesn't mean they it's 40 plus the number they have currently. It, it means there's 40, and of those 40 that are up for grabs, they have. Because remember, yeah. it's only a third of the house, I believe, that goes up at one time. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. yeah. So they, they are to gain seats, first of all, and they are to retain a pretty good percentage and gain a pretty good percentage of seats, more or mm-hmm. less. So it's, uh, it is looking like uh, Biden's approval really could probably only get worse. Uh, we may have the least approved of president in American history. Oh, very shortly. Yeah, 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 probably. We're close. Pro- probably in the next few months. So, We're close. What, I, I mean, in modern, let's say, post Civil War. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Which, which doesn't they... bode well, does it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't see. I mean, I don't see any path out for Biden to to gain approval. I, I mean. I guess gas prices could come down a little bit and maybe free pussy for everyone. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, but do you know, think I if Biden it. announced a free pussy for everyone project, <laughs> his approval rating would go up? Project. I don't know. I guess initiative. So. I get initiative. <laughs> Oh man! And then we've got it's like some, go up. some state suing like West Virginia versus free pussy. There will, versus... Nobody gets a free pussy. Some free uh, <laughs> work West Virginia representative. Uh, um. Uh. Okay. So then, take me to what are your th- like? What is DeSantis doing for twenty twenty four? Is he going to run primary Trump or what? Uh no. Uh oh, I don't know. It's still pretty far to tell. Um, uh, he you can't announce whether or not you're running for, um, the presidency until after the midterms because of campaign financing laws. So okay. nobody's made any official announcements at all. But you'll probably hear those immediately afterwards. Um, I think DeSantis is probably going to run for the presidency, but he's probably going to duck out. Um. For Trump, uh, I mean that's that would that is the only wise decision here. Uh, Trump has got a higher approval rating than DeSantis does, probably nationally. Although DeSantis was at the forefront, I mean Trump is the big boss, so I, I he'll probably show his face, and they'll be nice to one another, and Trump will say some things that'll hurt DeSantis, and DeSantis will say some things that bounce right off Trump, and. <laughs> Trump will become the president, and I think uh, DeSantis will probably go in again next time. Well, who's going to be his vice president? Who, Trump? Yeah. Let's go Pence, too, baby. Are you serious? No, I don't know, but let's go Pence, too. What do you think? I mean, I, aren't they, like, at odds now? Get him in. Okay. Be friends again. <laughs> James Mad Dog Mattis for vice president. Jeez. The maddest of the dogs. God, he is dog so, so mad. mad. So mad. That he is the mad. He gets so mad. He, get, he as just a dog. gets a superpower. Barking. Becoming very angry. <laughs> and barking everywhere. So That's mad. why they called him Mad Dog. He would bark <laughs> he knew like he was a dog. Mad. Oh, he's mad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> get, get him out of here. Get him, get him. <laughs> like Cujo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who his vice is. I don't. It's He doesn't matter. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't totally, matter. Totally. Even if Trump is, is assassinated, it won't matter. It doesn't matter. The Trump message will continue on till the end of time. I'm hoping it's that guy who talked about how he was a rhino hunter. Did you see that uh, advertisement? No. Oh, no. man. All right. Hold on. I can't believe you didn't see this. Uh, give me a second. I'll edit this out if I have to. 
is a campaign advertisement. <laughs> is a campaign advertisement for a Republican candidate who was selling rhino hunting licenses and was promoting the shooting of non-MAGA politicians. Oh, God. And the video was actually removed from uh, YouTube, as I'm seeing it. Uh, the guy's name was Eric Greitens, former Missouri governor, mm -hmm. uh, who is now running uh, again, I suppose. And basically, there was a quote. He goes, today we're going rhino hunting. He, he cocks the shotgun. He breaks into a house. Um, and there are guys in military gear who are also breaking into the house with him. And there's fog everywhere. And he looks at the camera and he goes, join the MAGA crew and get a rhino hunting permit. <laughs> oh, boy. And that yeah, meant you had to go vote for him. Yeah. It was powerful. Yeah. So that guy, Eric Greitens for vice president. Okay. Just somebody openly violent. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? You were talking about it the other day. They... Uh, both sides want to ultimately kill us. Yeah, might as well. Let's just have fun. Oh, Let's just boy. have fun. It's a good time, man. Things are going good. Except for the fact, have you heard about the giant snail invasion? I have not. I think I would have oh, heard about that. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's a town, uh, one of my favorites in the entire state of Florida. Uh, there is a town that is currently under quarantine. Oh boy. Because a giant African snail was detected. The area of Newport Ritchie was quarantined. Unlike the COVID quarantine, uh, residents are prohibited from moving plants, soil, yard waste, debris, compost, all that. They're okay. permitted, they cannot move this stuff around. They can move around just fine. Uh, the giant African land snail consumes 500 different types of native plants, locally <laughs> destroys the agriculture, provides extensive damage, and even worse, they carry meningitis. And when oh, they man. get into the water supply, they spread meningitis all over the water supply. What? So this is fucked up. This yeah. is what's happening in my beloved state. This this sna African sn land snail invasion. Have you seen a picture? Please Google it. I'm looking it. it up right now. I'm looking it up. Look at the size of these things. Yeah. So now, what? How? How did this happen? Shipping. That's a <laughs> great question. I don't know. Let's find out. Well, they detected one. It was first discovered in Florida in 2011. Nobody knows where they came from, other than obviously Africa. I bet you somebody brought it back as a pet. Maybe. A giant African land snail, and they snuck, they snuck it in their underwear. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Going through the TSA. Sir, uh, do you have anything in your pockets? Nope. <laughs> you can say <laughs> confidently. <laughs> as, they, as they peer into the bulge uh, between your legs. It's your African giant land snail. They brought it in, and yeah, I guess it got loose, or they let it go after they realized that it's disgusting and ungodly and should be exterminated, and they let it go into the woods, and now it eats all of the fauna, and it destroys the agriculture, and it gives people meningitis. Incredible. Incredible. I don't understand why Fauci needed to make a... Oh, I can't say that. I'm not oh, allowed yeah. to say that. <laughs> we can't I'm say not even more. allowed to say it. We got flagged because I said that... I because I said that 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 Anthony Malhang created AIDS in a Canadian bioweapons lab. They flagged us on Spotify. <laughs> isn't that isn't that annoying? Yeah, it's just irritating. <laughs> uh, what does that even mean? Like, do we, we get should a... sit down with these fucking people at Spotify? Yeah. What? So, what's the flag for? It's com it's a comedy podcast. Do, this is comedy. Does that have any ramifications for our show? It seems like now every time someone goes on an episode, they get the COVID warning. No. Okay. Okay. Which is a real... COVID is real. Get your vaccine. <laughs> you think that'll work? Yeah. yeah do you think they have the phrase, do you think that'll work in the AI <laughs> set to, to re-trip it? If yeah, you say yeah. it's a good thing to get the vax... It and flips then the if, switch if, from good if to it bad. Hears, <laughs> if it hears, do you think that'll get them? Bad. 
then it switches Flips to bad. It back to bad. Yeah, they they're on. Yeah. They're on to us. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of pisses me off a little bit. What else do I got here? Uh, land snails and all that. Have you ever had meningitis? I don't know. No, yeah, me neither. I don't either. R. Kelly, dude. What? Uh, what's How up with about him? Is, this? He going, is he in jail? He's or? way in jail. Okay. He's super in jail. So they gave him a sentence of something like 40 years. Okay. Uh, let me... I'm. Of course, it's the New York Post, so I'm battling with <laughs> advertisements. He received 30 years for racketeering and other charges related to decades of sexual and mental abuse inflicted on girls for more than a decade. He's in prison, and he's been in there long enough now for three, or, I think, three or four weeks at this point. They just took him off suicide. Watch. Oh, Car. <laughs> Oh boy! How long do we got before yeah. the just Lane Maxwell R. Kelly connection is made, and oh, they both get tied man. up? Yeah, yeah. It it shouldn't be long now, right? The Epstein one, they really pulled their they really pulled that one. They really did that, yeah. and everybody went, "That's not real," and it really worked. Now they can't kill R. Kelly. <laughs> the, the real because everybody's was, gonna uh, know Epstein. Yeah, because they'll know. Yeah, then they'll uh. know. Already. It was a great meme of Ghislaine Maxwell's cell being prepared. And it's a picture of Ghislaine Maxwell's cell. And in the corner, there's a standing lamp, but it's Hillary Clinton with a lampshade on her head. It <laughs> <laughs> was a great one, man. Yeah, we'll see. Who do you think bites the bullet first? R. R. Kelly, Kelly Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think it would at this point be so obvious. You might be right. You might yeah. be right about that. Yeah, I think it's Ghislaine. I'm gonna stick with what it. else do I got here? You got anything else? I only got one more thing, and I really think I want to save it for an over the line, if you will. Let's save it for over the line. I'm happy with this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll give a tease. Uh, C4SS. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's save that, because I can't get started on it without... It'll take forever. Yeah. It'll take forever. Yeah, we'll 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 end it here. We'll get an over the line out car. Um, I think Aaron will join us for an over the line. Yeah, Texas Secession C4SS Center for Disease Control or whatever they're called gives their take on Texas Secession and why libertarians shouldn't support it. Until then, I suppose, Cardi. What else do we got? That's it. Nothing, man. Keep two hands on the wheel. Wow. Well,